Johnson. I'm excited to hear his story this morning. $157 for Adam, 17 contacts, nine appointments, five cents, three apps, three referrals. All three were life apps for $2,118.60. Adam Johnson, everybody. Adam Johnson. I'm in West St. Paul, Minnesota, which is south of St. Paul, director Grace McGill. And uh, this is my Corona week. Uh, <laughs> for those of you that don't know, I, uh, I've got COVID-19, so I, I was in bed half the week this week and, um, fired up to be in the top five though. I mean, this was pretty much Tuesday is when I ran these, these appointments. I did everything over the phone. I didn't know I had COVID at that time, but luckily I was remote. So nobody was infected. And, um, yeah, I basically, um, you know, had some clients that, that we're looking at some options for mortgage protection and we were able to help them out with foresters and um, it's, it's looking great. I mean, there's a couple pieces that, that sometimes we forget that makes foresters a really good fit for people. Uh, number one is they're really good for diabetics, hmm. especially if you've got a diabetic who's type two diabetic that takes insulin and smokes, nobody else is covering them on a term product, but foresters will non-med for strong foundation. That's crazy. We could have done that three years ago, even. So um, that's just awesome to know. The other thing is if they chew tobacco versus smoking or if they smoke a pipe versus cigarettes, we can get them non-smoker rates. So these are just situations where I was able to share with them, you know, this is the best company for you and here's why. So keep those things in mind. Uh, we got the best product line up there, line up out there. So uh, when people need help, we're able to help them. Uh, but that's it, man. I'm still shaking the Rona, doing what I can, taking naps in between appointments. <laughs> I love it. Give my hand, everybody. Well done, Adam. <laughs> Got the Rona, still made a grand. I mean, that's if you're at a 50% contract. Um, so, uh, and again, good product knowledge. Well done, Adam. Next up, number four, we have Mr. Marty Doge, uh, part of the Fitz agency. Marty this week made 80 dials. Spoke to 19 people, booked 15 appointments, sat on five, wrote four applications, 12 referrals, all four were life apps for $6,603.48. Marty Doge, everybody. Good morning, Fitz and Fitz Nation. Am I coming through clear? Yes, sir. Awesome. Well, Adam, we're all praying for you, brother. We've had it. It's no fun. So hopefully, uh, you, you're in the tail end of that and you're going to kick its butt. We call you the COVID killer <laughs> because we know you're going to kill it. Um, I mean, Adam touched on a lot of things that I was thinking about the products and, and the portfolio that we have that we're able to help people. But I was also thinking about the tools that we have at our hand. Um, I was sitting with a client that had some medical situations that he was dealing with. And I didn't think they were big deals, but some insurance companies may. So I hopped on the 911, uh, pound 911 on Slack. I sent out his scenario, got some feedback. And then I also jumped on the underwriting grid that we have where I can look up specific situations. And, and if he has a multiple situation problem, if that's going to be an issue. And this 
one particular case, the guy was taking uh, anti-seizure medicine. He was taking a schizophrenic medicine and he was taking another medicine that was for Parkinson's. And there are companies out there that don't care about all three of those. And so if I didn't know that. And so for the new people out there, I've been here almost 12 years. I would have just assumed right out of the gate that I would have had to have put him like with AIG or Great Western because of his situations. But by reaching out and asking for help, for understanding a resource that we have with the underwriting grid, I was able to figure out what I needed to do and look at Americo. And obviously we're, we're waiting to see the feedback on that one. But um, at the end of the day, he's going to get hopefully immediate coverage. And so um, a long time ago, Fitz, I wouldn't have been humble enough to ask questions from somebody. I would have just went with the graded and that wouldn't have been the best thing for the client. So for those that are new, don't ever feel too embarrassed to ask questions. That's what we're here for. That's what the other leaders are here for is because no one's going to know everything. And so just try to figure out the best ways to get the information that you need. And I love it. <clears throat> That's excellent, Marty. Well done. Give my hand. Thank you, Golly, how many times has um, not asking a question cost you money? Now, I was listening to a podcast the other day. It was a John Maxwell podcast, and um, they were they it was it was talking about you know asking questions and taking the opportunity when you're around people, you know, and they, some don't know who John Maxwell is. And, and I guess in my, in my mind, I'm just like, how do you not know? But I, there was once upon a time, I didn't know him either, but John Maxwell is like the world's foremost authority in leadership. And he's written over a hundred books on it and uh, a very sought after speaker. Um, you, you should, if you don't, haven't heard of him, you should dig into it a little bit, but you know, he's, he's somebody that government official like heads of foreign nations will come and seek his advice on how to lead their nation and uh he's just made such an impact and you know one of his well his ceo the ceo of the john maxwell companies uh mark cole was saying look i i i can't imagine uh people you know having an opportunity to sit and talk with john maxwell and not ask him a question what did you miss out on because you didn't ask the question and i when I'm listening to that podcast, I thought, man, there's people all the time that I'm around that I don't ask questions and I should have because everybody's got something to teach you. Well, in this scenario, it's, it's pretty specific. I mean, it's Marty wasn't just asking a question. He had a client with, you know, a who's who list of, of uh, challenges. And because Marty said, you know what, somebody's going to know. And if they don't, I can always fall back to those other positions I already know of, but why not ask the question? And just like that, that's not approved yet. And we'll find out. We'll learn more, right? We'll know. We'll know after this if they approve it or not. But uh, we still have the fallback positions. But in the meantime, Marty was able to do the right thing for the client and, uh, and, and do the right thing for Marty's family too. Everybody wins there. And just because he asked some questions. So uh, brand new agents who feel like you need to have all the answers, please don't feel like that. We have over 80 different products, half of which we don't really know. <laughs> Does that make sense? Like that you could spend a lifetime trying to learn our products and never learn them all uh, completely because there are always new ones coming out. Uh, but instead, just don't hesitate to reach out. Uh, Marty said uh, to, he sent a message out on Slack to pound 911. I think that's now a generational thing. Uh, there's a certain generation that still calls it pound. Uh, other generations now call it hashtag. Um, I'm part of the pound generation myself, uh, Gen X, yo. But um, <clears throat> Go on 911 on Slack and just ask the question and, and preface it with this. 
Hey, I'm with a client and they have this situation. I'm with a client, preface it with, I'm with a client and then ask your question. Within minutes, you'll have top producers from around the country pouring into you, giving you answers without, they don't make any money when you make that sale. They're just helping. It's just our culture. So if you're a new agent, here is an agent that's been with us 12 years that just used that. And that's what I found is really the top producers use that 911 channel way more than anybody else. Uh, and I think that's why they're, one of the reasons that they're top producers. Uh, so thank you again, Marty, for reminding us of that resource and showing us how uh, it benefited the client. All right, number three. Number three, we have Michelle Alleman, uh, part of the Alleman Agency. 193 dials, 33 contacts, 23 appointments, 16 sits, seven apps, six referrals. All seven were live apps for $9,667.20. Give a hand to Michelle Alleman, everybody. Good morning. Good morning, Michelle. Doing great. Thanks. Thanks for having me on the call today. Oops. Sorry about that. Hold it's on. It's all good. Because you don't have my phone on. Okay. Glad to be here. Glad to be in the top five. Bald is beautiful, baby. <laughs> I That's love right. it. That's right. Uh, this week, I mean, I think. A couple of things I'd like to share with a new agent. Um, just committing yourself to consistently talking to enough people. Consistently talking to enough people about insurance and you're going to sell insurance. Um, some of the sales this week were cancer sales. Uh, some of them were IULs. Um, so it was a a variety of final expense type business as well. Um, the thing about it, you just got to be consistent. You got to start somewhere, make a commitment, and then just be consistent with your schedule. Um, you know, even if I'm talking to customers that I already have on the books and I see what they have with me, I'm going to talk to them about it. I'm going to be intentional about talking to them about another plan that could help their life, like a cancer plan or a heart plan. Uh, but, but I'm going to do that by asking questions and finding need before I try to blow anything at them. I'm just going to ask questions, going to find out more about their life. And so just be intentional. When you do that, you're going to get more referrals. Um, people will continue to call you back. And just uh, be good to your word on that because that's, that's, that's half the battle right there. That's I all it. I got, Fitz. I just knew there was one more pearl being dropped. I was waiting for you. <laughs> no, that's excellent. Give her a hand, everybody. I, I know we say it every week, but, you know, bald is beautiful. And um, Michelle's going through cancer right now, guys, she's going through chemo. And it, it didn't shock me when she said she sold some cancer plans. <laughs> like, you know, that's, Hey, Hey, I'm, I'm dealing with this right now. And here's something that was, would be helpful if you were going through this situation, uh, really seriously, uh, uh, a no brainer there, but, um, she just continues to work. And, and one of the things that I love, um, about our sales system, people, new agents coming on board, ask me all the time, what's your sales system like? Well, it's, it's like this. 
we make a friend and we figure out how we can help them. Just that simple. I was yesterday talking to uh, Integrity Marketing and they were uh, talking to me. So they had some of their uh, Medicare guys on there and some of their uh, life insurance guys on there. And they were, they were kind of different talking to me about different companies and different products. And, and uh, they said, what, you know, what's, what's kind of your sales process? What's your primary niche? What's your, your focus in, in sales? And these guys have been part of the process. I'm new to them. They don't know. And they're asking questions. And I said, well, you know, our initial marketing is we're going out there meeting with people who've had some sort of life event. That's our, generally our marketing strategy is talking to people who've just had a life event and, and they have a, 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 a some, something triggered in them. Uh, to buy life insurance and at least inquire about it. And that's what we're going to see them about. But what we're doing is we're finding out who they are. We're making a friend and figuring out how we can help them. And how do we make friends with them? We ask them questions about them. People tend to like others who are interested in them. Does that, does that make sense? Like if you go to a party, the person that you're going to like the best at that party is the one who asked you the most about you, who showed the most interest in you. So if we are genuinely genuinely showing interest in our clients, they're going to come right back and, and want to do work with us, do business with us because, because we care. And the more questions we ask, the more vulnerabilities we're able to see in their life that we can actually help them with and shore that up so that they're not in a position of being vulnerable anymore. And, uh, and I, you know, watching Michelle work for 15 years, I'm telling you, that's all she does is she just gives a crap. She cares about her clients and you know, this by the questions that she's asking. And then, and then she figures out how can I help them with that? And she thinks about it and she asks questions and she figures it out and she goes back to them and, and she takes care of them. So it's a great lesson that we continue to learn from Michelle. Thank you again, Michelle. Number two, Jonathan Yakey, part of the Allman agency. Jonathan with 235 dials this week, 25 contacts, 22 appointments, 14 sits, 14 apps, five referrals, all 14 were life apps. Number one in life premium this week with 15,866 and 16 cents. Give a hand to Mr. Jonathan Yakey, everybody. Good morning. Good morning, sir. Hey, I'm very grateful to, to be here, Fitz. Like, I'm I'm just excited about this year, like extremely. Um, if you're on the if you're on the last call, the last sales call we did, I talked about focusing on the process, not the result. Mm. And I did a lot of reflecting, uh, really the whole month of December, just reflecting on stuff that I was to that I tolerated in in uh, 2021. Um, and you know, this year I just made a decision, like there's certain things I'm just not going to tolerate anymore. Um, and one of those things is I'm going to, I'm going to quit thinking about the results because, and this is for me. Okay. Um, this is from conversations I've had with people that are helping me. And this is from understanding myself, right. Um, we're all different. We all have different talents and abilities and skills, but at the end of the day, it doesn't matter who you are, where you came from. <laughs> like what your personality is, like you can win huge in this business if you want to. I, I promise. There's people like Fitz, like Mike Alleman, Bruno, other people in our back office, not to even mention integrity, okay? They put hours and hours and hours of time to make processes right. And it's kind of disrespectful. Uh, and I'm talking to myself. It's disrespectful 
if I'm not putting all my energy and trying to make the put the work into those processes. Does that make sense? Um, so I really want to help you if you're new this year, especially if you're our team. Like I want to help you achieve whatever goal you're trying to achieve because it's very, very simple. Um, nothing I did this week was complicated. All of the all this business has been approved except for one application. Mm. All of it came from leads except for one was a current client and one was a referral. And they're all direct mail leads. So I'm going to start with this. And I want to hear from Joe, but I'm going to start with things. Things are going to change, but principles will not. Okay. So for example, direct mail leads now are not what they used to be, but however, the principle hasn't changed. Correct. It's still a lead. And what does that mean? Not what they used to be. Well, dude, we live, we had COVID two years ago. Like there's a lot of things that aren't what they used to be. Okay. But at the end of the day, someone asked for help and, and what hasn't changed is my courage and your courage to go make money because people say it make, it takes money to make money. Kind of, you, you do need to invest money, but it takes courage to make money. You can't, you can't invest money in leads and not have courage to go work them. You're not going to make anything. Okay. So courage comes first. Second, my creativity hasn't changed. Right. The, the leads might have changed some COVID changed things, but my creativity has not changed. Okay. And a lot of this business came from just saying, Hey, how can I really help this person? If this was my aunt, my uncle, my grandmother, my brother, my sister, my sister's friend, what kind of questions would I be asking them? And, and am I doing what I'm saying I'm going to do right at the end of the day, that's all that it was. And I worked and I decided I'm going to do the processes that are already set up and I'm going to quit tolerating excuses, <laughs> you know, whatever they may be, we all have them. We all have drama in our life. We all have stuff going on. I just made a firm decision and that's what I'm going to do this year. And we're going to double. I think we're going to more than double um, personally, but I really, I'm convicted by that and I really want to help you. Okay. Um, and I'm going to end with the, and I'll end with a story, the quarterback for, um, for Georgia. And I didn't know this. I like to read about uh, players in these championship games he was a walk-on on georgia his freshman year this bennett guy and then he left because they because he was showing up to practice before everybody and leaving after everybody and he left because he they didn't start him and then like a year later they called him or like maybe six months something like that and said we want you back and he was like we're already verbally committed but i'll think about it and then now he goes and gets and wins a championship and all he all he did was believe in himself and he worked Right. So like, let's go to work this year. We have plenty of resources and just get rid of your excuses. I'll help you if you need to. Okay. So hope that helps. Love you. Awesome. Love it, Jonathan. <clears throat> yeah. And man, what a, a great story. I, I mean, uh, I call him Stetson Bennett, the fourth, I think his name is, the, the quarterback for Georgia, this one national championship. I was watching the end of that game. We didn't watch a lot of it because our oldest had a, a varsity soccer game, but you know, our oldest wants to play college soccer. And we're watching the end of that game last night. And you know, here this kid is, and he's 
by by college quarterback standards, he's small. And uh, yeah, at three years old, I mean, it's just a cool story. You kind of touched on it, triggered in me because I was last night reiterating this story to my son who wants to be a college athlete. I said, this kid at three, his parents were, you know, Georgia alums. And at three years old, he said, I'm going to be a starting quarterback for the University of Georgia at three. And then, uh, yeah, he didn't get a scholarship to Georgia. He got walk, he got a walk on. And so, um, but he left and went to junior college and played there a year. Uh, and then he got the, the head coach Kirby reached out to him and said, we want you at Georgia. And he said, well, I got to think about it. I don't know if I want to go to Georgia now. Uh, and then he ended up, you know, he took a couple of days to think about it. And then he reached back out and said, okay, I'll take it. And he got a scholarship, but he was like fifth on the depth chart at Georgia. I mean, he was going to get a scholarship, but he was never going to play. And, uh, and they even had some transfers from like Southern California, some of these big name quarterbacks coming in that were ahead of him. And he just flat out worked them and practiced and earned that starting position, earned it because he freaking worked. I just, I mean, that's all he had to do. It wasn't that he was bigger. It wasn't that he was faster. It wasn't that he was stronger. It wasn't that he could throw the ball harder. He worked and was able to excel in all things and, and surpass all of those other quarterbacks. And last night in his interview, you know, they're like post-game interview. I thought he was going to say he's going to go to Disney World. They're like, Tell us a little bit about, you know, what this means. He said, look, I love, I love this university. I love this team. And I think I'm the best quarterback. <laughs> he said it humbly, but I was like, yeah, because listen, he talked junk because he earned it. He earned the right to talk junk. And uh, the other quarterbacks on the team undoubtedly would agree with him. Uh, he had in that game last night, a time where he fumbled the ball um, and it was recovered at the 10 yard line uh, by Alabama and Alabama ended up scoring a touchdown on that. And uh, in the post game interview, he said, I wasn't going to let me, be the reason we lost because <laughs> he came back after that and lit it up. But I love that. He said, I'm, I wasn't going to be the reason we lost. If it was going to, if we were going to lose, it was somebody else's fault, not mine. I wasn't going to be that reason. That fumble wasn't going to be the reason we lost. And um, it was just inspiring last night. That's why, that's why people love sports is because we're inspired by that kind of thing. But listen, I'm inspired by Jonathan Yankee saying, Hey, last year I focused on some of the wrong things this year. I'm focusing on the right things. And bam, here I am second week of the year at 15,000 submit and premium. And almost all of the one case he said is already issued. So thank you, Jonathan, for inspiring us just as much as any college quarterback would well done even more. All right. Now one, number one, uh, killed it in life and wrote an annuity that was smoking as well. Joe Walker, a part of the Walker agency, 73 dials, 17 contacts, 10 appointments, six sits, nine apps, one referral, eight life apps for $12,063. A good week by itself, but then threw in a little annuity on there, uh, for a hundred thousand dollars. So total adjusted, adjusted premium this week, $22,063. Give a hand to Mr. Joe Walker, everybody. What's good, man? Can you hear me okay? Yes, sir. Loud hey. and clear. <laughs> hey, uh, what's up, Fitz Group Nation? I'm Joe Walker up here in Seattle. Um, hey, John, all I got to say is game recognize game, bro. Like, um, you are the man. I, I had a conversation with John a couple of weeks ago. And um, literally, John, I'm writing down notes of, you know, what I'm going to say today. And, I, bro like it's the same thing <laughs> like we can just hang up the phone right now 
um, I, a couple of key. I'm looking at 40 people on the call here, Fitz, today, and that's that's awesome. I hope more people get to jump on and hear some of these winners talking and then working through the stuff that they're working through. You know, Adam got COVID, Michelle's got cancer. You know, some of us just got no excuse except for that it's cold outside. You know what I'm saying? So <laughs> we've got to we got to level up a little bit more. Um, I, I got a couple of key things. This is what I did this week, you guys. And then I'll just, I'll give you some key takeaways and hopefully they're valuable to you. And you could go make some money with them this week. I wrote, um, I wrote an IUL last night um, for, for $450 a month. And that was target um, on a current client. And, um, and then I hired the dude's daughter because <laughs> she was an awesome translator. <laughs> and, um, and this is a girl that I, this is a family that I wrote back in 2017 and uh, wrote him a little term policy. And but then he was an employee. He was an employee fits. And now he's an employer. And so I, Tony called him up and set up an appointment for a policy review. And I went over to go see him. And, uh, you know, I said, hey, I think you need some more insurance. And then he goes, yeah, he goes, but I don't want to waste my money. So I'll turn it into this IUL conversation. So anyway, you know, we first we were talking about $100. And then he was like, I want to pay $450. We're like, not a problem. So anyway, I wrote that last night, um, right before our, our team meeting. Um, I also wrote a couple other current clients this week um, on, on seeing their existing situation. And I realized that they needed some more insurance. So I went and sold them some more and some hospital indemnity. Um, I had a lead that I bought, um, a bunch of leads up in uh, Island County, and I went and wrote a person up there. I've got a new lead out there right now called an FSS. And uh, I have to make sure I say it slowly or else it sounds like sussy sus again. <laughs> but um, it is a, uh, what do I call it? A fast start split. That's what I call it. And um, this is one that I helped one of my agents write and uh, set up a couple of IULs and I split it with them, right? And so they're, they're, I, wanna, I, I keep that designation to let me know that I was reaching out and kind of helping one of my, my people, you know, doing it. I, I call it an FSS lead. And then I had another current client that I wrote an, IU, uh, had a, wrote an annuity on uh, for $100,000, which is a whole nother story, all right? But... My, my dial game doesn't look nearly as good as Jonathan's, but I do want to let you know that we, he and I had talked about the, um, about leads before and um, how they were different and everything. And I think, I think both of us kind of came to the conclusion that we were just going to stop whining and just immerse ourselves in the process. And you're going to hear John talk about process a lot. And um and because he knows, he knows the numbers owe him. And I, and I intellectually know that too. But, you know, I, my actions had to really just jump in and do it. And I did. I mean, I don't have 200 something leads, but I was on the phone. I was digging and scratching and um, talking to current clients, driving around a place, driving through the rain. If you ever seen Star Wars on the island of on the, the planet of Camino, where it was raining all the time in storms, that's what Seattle feels like right now. I mean, it's just water everywhere. But, you know, like I said before, a couple of years ago, deep sea fishermen don't throw lines off the pier, man. They go 
out in the nasty water in the Bering Sea where it's crappiest and the work the conditions are worse because that's where the fish are at. That's where the crab's at. That's where you gotta go. So I just figured I'd suck it up and just just really just jump in there. Um, I haven't had a $22,000 week yet this um, this year, but not a bad start to 2022. Um, another thing is like, we've just, um, I was watching the Cardinals, or not the Cardinals, but the Raiders Chargers game. And the Raiders Chargers game was a trip because it went into overtime and uh, the announcers were all talking about, hey, if it goes into a tie, then both these guys go to the playoffs. <laughs> and well, the Raiders wound up winning, and um, by a field goal, like literally in the last second of overtime, right? And the announcers were trying to call it fits. They were like, well, if they ended the tie, both of them are going to go and Pittsburgh this and blah, blah, blah. And everybody's pins and needles. And the Raiders just said, screw it, man. Like, we're not going to just settle for just a tie when we can win the game. And they busted out and they just won it. And what's funny is that as, as awesome as that win was, the announcer comes up to Derek Carr after the game, and she's like, you know, for this amazing win, you're surprisingly calm. Like, what's the deal? And he just goes, we might have won, but we got a lot of games ahead of us, man. Like, the job's not done. And so for the 40 people that are out there on the call today, I'm just like, listen, you know, that we're just getting started with the year, and the job is nowhere near finished. I mean – it's fun to write a $22,000 week, but I know that the job is not done. Like, we got a lot more in us. We can do more. And even when you're like, John's looking at his 15000 he's like, I probably could have wrote one more. Can you believe that? This fool is like $15,000 in, and he's like, I probably could have wrote some more. It just lets us know that we got more in us. I know that I probably could have wrote more. I want to... Um, John, I got so much respect for you, man, that you're not selling for mediocrity and that you're a winner and that you you want to be an example for yourself first and then whoever is watching. <laughs> and I hope that you're keeping your eyes on John. I mean, he doesn't feel pressure from you, really. He feels it from himself, just like any great producers. They look in the mirror and they go, that's my my alpha dog <laughs> that I've got to work on right now. I've got to beat myself every every week and um and win every week so i i just what i want to work run this year with an attitude of gratitude um knowing that this opportunity is amazing fits we had talked about it the other day i'm like this is one of the only opportunities where you can go around and earn ten thousand dollars in a week i calculated what i i my commissions would be this week on just this week okay listen um on the on the baseline premium that i've got on just on the life premium I've got, a, I'm making $11,400 on the, on the advance. I'm making 8,500 bucks for the week. You guys, for the week, that's not including the annuity, which is another $5,000. That's one week. That's just stupid. Like what we do, you guys is just like, understand it is just stupid. Like people don't just willingly go out in a week and go make ten thousand dollars that's absolutely ridiculous but we do like we can and i'll tell you this and i said it before joe stradama said it i think that we're gonna see very soon that the common thing in the top 10 is you're gonna be a five-figure person it's gonna take five figures to be in the top 10 like all the time 
And um, I want to be up in there, <laughs> don't you? <laughs> the opportunity's massive, you guys, and it'll get even bigger if you guys get your butt to Winterfest in February on the second and the third. I'm telling you, you get around some of these other people that are writing business and overcoming adversity, it'll change your freaking life. So come, come with us. Um, come get some of that stank on you and then go back and go re get ready to change your world. All right, that's all I got. Awesome. Thank you, Joe. <laughs> Woo. You know, and uh, Joe, Joe mentioned uh, the FSS. <laughs> I said it fast enough and still got it right. Woo. Uh, dodged a bullet there, Joe. But Joe mentioned the FSS. <laughs> I'm not going to keep doing it. The fast start split. Um, listen, you're going to hear more about these, and it's, uh, it's really pertaining to more advanced sales. Uh, a lot of people want to learn how to make these IUL sales and annuity sales, and um, what better way than to work with an expert at it, uh, somebody who's done it before uh, and can help you do it. Uh, it's something to, uh, if you're a brand new agent, cer certainly something to ask about uh, and to pursue because um, <clears throat> it means good things for everybody. All right. Uh, Joe said a mouthful um, and I, I won't recap it um, at all because it was just uh, it was solid and stands on its own, I believe. Uh, congratulations to Joe uh, and all the top five. Uh, give my hand, everybody. Well done. Can I help you? Sure would like to. If you're an agent with us, please go to timewithfits.com. That's timewithfitz.com to schedule a time when I can help you directly. Just pick a topic, pick a time, and we'll meet. If you're not an agent with The Fitz Group, I encourage you to go to thefitzgroup.org slash contact. Again, that's thefitzgroup.org slash contact, and send us a message. See you next week.